I'm Whitney. And I'm Taylor. And, and we're, we're the Ghost Sisters. The Ghost Sisters. <laughs> One of these days we'll get that. We'll get that. It'll be yeah. good. It's fine. So I suppose we should start with we're back after two weeks of ridiculousness. Yeah. So an apology. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we're so sorry. <laughs> we had fully intended on recording a uh, an lot. episode. Yeah, we were going to record three episodes in one go. And Whitney had a 400 dessert wedding to bake for and then ended up getting sick and losing her voice. And I ended up getting sick with really bad food poisoning, not related to her baking. We um, both were in the urgent care. It was a super fun weekend. And we're sorry. I hope y'all's weekend was way better than ours was. Yeah. Yes, it was It was rough stuff. So, but my, we're both doing much better. Yeah, I was going to say my voice is still like, it's back every now and then. It still kind of cracks. So sorry, guys. And I still have kind of sniffles and a cough. So... More sorry to Taylor if she has to edit all that shit out. So good luck. <laughs> it is what it is. Also, we are recording remotely. So if our audio sounds funky, that might be why. It's me. It's I'm Whitney. funky. <laughs> We're going to look for her good microphone whenever I get over there next. So again, I told you, I know where it is. I just got to find where it is, where I know where it is. So yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. So sure. <laughs> So we're going to do the creature feature. So that was that was my task. I know this wasn't part of the task, but I have a little song. Okay, now I'm <laughs> I am intrigued. <laughs> the face that Taylor just made was just perfect. I'm sure all of you also were like, "What the fuck?" Because that was her face too. So, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Creature, feature, how'd you get so creepers? Creature, feature, man, you freak me out. I love it. It's perfect. Great. Great. That'll, be, that'll be our intro for all of our creature features from now on. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's such a blase way of saying that. I'm so well, excited. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll get started. As we told you guys, we were going to do Skinwalker as our first creature feature. So that's that's where I am. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Skinwalkers, they are in the Navajo culture. So Native Americans, it's actually in more than just Navajo, but that's mainly where you see it. And in Navajo, it is, and I'm going to butcher the shit out of how to say this, and I'm very sorry, but it's Yi Naldushi, which roughly sure. translates. I, that's, I'm not, if anyone is Native American and can actually say it and would like to like voice record and send it to us, we're all for it. So anyways, Yi Naldushi roughly translates to he who walks on all fours. So, yeah, a skinwalker. I mean, that is creepy no matter what. Like, if I see a random dude, like, walking on all fours coming at me, I'm my soul will leave my body right there. 
Well, so you're already wrong. It wouldn't be the dude walking on all fours. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, the spirit is what the he is referring to walks on all fours. Oh, gotcha. And of course, our culture and everything, we have werewolves and lycanthropy kind of stuff where the hair grows everywhere. But in Navajo culture, they are actually witch doctors medicine men. It's mainly the men. There are some women that are witches, but these are Navajo witches that have gone down the wrong path. Okay. So, cause, cause it is widely accepted and everything in the culture to practice quote unquote witchcraft, which is, you know, medicine. It would also be rituals of protection and that kind of stuff, but they also, you know, they have their practical medicine like actual you know hey whitney's got a freaking ear infection let me give her some medicine for it (laughs) but then they may also do a cleansing ritual for if there's anything else that plagues my soul like i was extremely stressed out they may do some kind of ritual for that as well you got so in your blood i got better than the angels so the angels angels. (laughs) so these medicine men that decided to go to the dark side actually do have to kind of go through a a rite of passage to become a skinwalker. They have to kill someone that is close to them, normally a family member and more than likely a sibling. So, Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So don't become a witch doctor, please. Thank you. What if Please I already have? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, I, I <laughs> definitely am not a skinwalker. And I'm very sorry. Please do not come at me, skinwalkers, if you are listening, because like, ooh, scary shit. Let's not do that. So mm-hmm. anyways, so they, they do have to do their ritual and everything. And unlike the curse that we see in our culture with werewolves, It's not a curse where, ooh, it's a full moon. I turned into a werewolf. This is they actually choose to turn into whatever animal that they want. And they can actually change into different animals. So a lot of times they're seen as coyotes or wolves, or they can even be a crow, which gives me like super Game of Thrones vibes, which Taylor, I know you did not watch (laughs) or read. So everyone at Taylor for being lame as fuck. So if it just you didn't, didn't capture my interest, well, you know, I lost lying. a very long pause there. She was like, do I insult her or do I just keep going? <laughs> it's a little bit of both. You're lame and we're going to move on. So, okay. okay. So there are, there are other cultures that do have shapeshifters. Like I believe it's the Indian culture. They actually have shapeshifters that will shape shift into leopards or lions or something like that. So they, I mean, as far as shapeshifters go, I think there's some pretty cool ones out there. Whereas America, we're just like, Oh, werewolves. Like, Ooh, but it sounds like a good time to me. Like I would love to be able to just shift into, I'm going to be a dog today. And then tomorrow I'm going to be a bird. Yeah. 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 But, but you're, you're after it for like cool shit. The, They're uh, after it for revenge. But legit. They yeah. are after it for complete mayhem and destruction. And they they don't they don't care. 
So they normally will pick the animal that they will turn into based on the skills that they need for whatever the task is. So if they turn into a bear, they're probably looking for strength. If they're turning into like a, a coyote, they're probably looking for, you know, fierce ferocious i'm like furling my face and everything anyways she's got um, her arms up like claws uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways they're they're gonna turn into whatever is going to help them accomplish the task that they're trying to do they also when they do shapeshift it's said that the animal that they shapeshift into has very human-like eyes chances are they can't fully shapeshift the correct way. So it could be that the dog has human hands and feet. What? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I just immediately thought of Ditto from Pokemon. <laughs> like It can transport everything but its face. So it just has little Ditto eyes and stuff. That's exactly what I thought of. And yeah, I'm a nerd. Wow. It's okay. okay. So Continue. <laughs> Ditto, but not Game of Thrones. Got it. Cool. Okay. So they they will shapeshift, but like I said, some parts won't shift with them or they'll be like really weird looking. You know how I like a flamingo's leg bends backwards? Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible that the wolf that they've gone into will bend backwards instead of going the right way. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> That is, that's disturbing. So I've been generating AI images for our posts and stuff like that. Some of the AI images that I get, they're like that where it's, first off, AI can't generate hands and that in itself is terrifying. But yeah, they end up looking really, really funky. It's kind of creepy. Well, hands and feet in general are creepy as fuck. If you just think about it, like the human body was like, and we're done. Like, uh, I can't (laughs) handle it. But yeah, one of the pictures I was trying to generate a creature in the woods or something like that. And it ended up as this weird goat man with backward legs and stuff. And I was like, that's a little too creepy. I think I'm done. But it's appropriate because that's exactly what it would be, apparently. Yeah. So anyway, so that's whenever they're in their their animal form. When they are in their human form, sometimes they look very like sunken in, like their face is kind of gross looking, their body is sunken in, they apparently smell like rotting flesh, and then they have very animalistic eyes. That's kind of weird. Like when they're human, they look animalistic, but whenever they're in their animal form, they look, they have human eyes. That's weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the theory is behind it. A big issue with doing the research on this is the Navajo culture, they're not very, they they don't want to discuss this with other people, especially outside sure. of their their culture. So a lot of stuff that I found was very limited. So I'm, I'm going based off of a, a book that I listened to and that's right, I listened to it. Because uh, I drive around all day and I get to listen to a bunch of shit. So that and then like a few websites here and there. But for the most part, all of this, this is all that society, our society outside of it knows because they're not That's really talking about it. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure that another, it's one of those like it's a, it's a very taboo There subject. you go. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Okay. It's taboo even within their culture to talk about so for outsiders to come in and ask questions like oh shit that's not okay right so but 
it leads us to all of this. So another thing um, with their creepy animalistic eyes, if they make eye contact with you, they can actually possess you and they can make you do things that you wouldn't normally do. They can talk to you telepathically and everything and really just completely fuck up your world. I mean, they, they literally are up for just fucking shit up. They, they cause mischief. They do curses, murder, mayhem. They have to continue to kill in order to survive. If they ah, stop killing, okay. then they die. And a couple places that I've read said that they can be like vampires and be like 100, 200 years old and they never age. And so, you know, but hmm. also okay. like you never age, but you look like a skeleton. Like, eh? Right. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. To each their own, unless you're a skinwalker, then fuck that shit. Yeah. So, so moving on, they also are... Good grave diggers. They apparently. Can. What a weird I, skill. <laughs> I know. It's a weird. That was the one thing that I was like, okay. So they can apparently dig into graves, like already, already buried people graves at super speeds. And they can, okay. you know, grave rob and everything. But then they can also. It, mixed reviews on what I found as far as if they had to be very powerful skinwalkers or just skinwalkers in general, but they can use the powder that comes from the corpses in order to poison their next victims. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. So, I don't know. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know how to respond to that. Like, boo. I think that's the appropriate response because, like, (laughs) what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, you've already gone above and beyond by, like, killing your sibling and, like, transforming into a weird wolf or, like, backwards cat. I don't know. And then you're going to take corpse powder? Corpse powder. That sounds like a weird, like, I don't even know, like. Yeah, it's. I mean, none of it sounds fun. None of it at all. So they can actually be killed, which is, you know, if you, for some reason, feel as though you are being, you know, affected by a skinwalker. If you learn the name that they had before they became a skinwalker and you can pronounce it in full, that should cause them either to get you know, deathly ill or actually die. Another way to kill them is in our world of werewolves, silver weapons. So silver bullets, uh, silver swords, that kind of stuff. And then back to covering with ashes and that kind of shit. If you have a bullet or a sword that is covered in a white ash, that will kill them, but you have to get them in the head or in the neck, which I mean, that would kill anyone. So, you know. But you have I'd to be, have the white ash. Sure. I think I'd go the name route. It's like Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, but if they're like 100, 200 years old, how are you going to find out their name? True. True that. So, yeah. You know. You speak yeah, the true, no. true. I do. I do speak the true, true. <laughs> so, <laughs> ways for you to know if you are, you know, seeing or being visited by a skinwalker, obviously... If you see their eyes and they look animalistic, also don't look into their eyes because then they'll possess you. So, like, do it out of the corner of your eye. 
you know? <laughs> I could just imagine, like, walking up to somebody and, like, just not making eye contact and being like, bro, I think you're a skinwalker, like, just glancing at them real quick, like, <laughs> trying to figure out if they've got animalistic eyes. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm just awkward enough to do it that way, too. <laughs> yeah, you would probably do that in real life no matter what, though, so... Legit, yeah. Like, whether or not you suspected them of being a skinwalker, you'd just be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Other so, human. So, aside from their eyes, again, they smell like rotting flesh. Um, Delightful. You, you will have cold chills, sense of dread. You may hear strange noises or voices. You could see flashes of light or shadowy figures out of the corner of your eyes. And then just being extremely fearful for no reason whatsoever. Just an extreme sense of dread. Sounds like my early 20s. <laughs> well, maybe you were under the effect maybe of I was affected by a skinwalker. <laughs> you never know. They also will make sounds around the house. They'll be knocking on windows, banging on walls. They'll scrape on the roof and everything. They just, they just, they're kind of assholes in general. And they... They stink, they make you feel bad, and they, they're loud and noisy. So stay away. Sounds like a bad roommate. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I had so, one. <laughs> you In my there. early you 20s. Did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That's what <was> Walker. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, Seth is listening to this. He's like, fuck you, Taylor. <laughs> He's fuck not you, listening to this. Not. No, probably not. Um, so another thing that can kind of like give you a clue if you are being affected by a skinwalker, you might have reoccurring dreams of different animals or a particular animal. So if you have a reoccurring dream of a wolf that keeps staring at you, that's a skinwalker. <clears throat> and you want to pay attention to what they do in the dream because it may give you an idea as to what their intention is in real life. Now, if in your dream, a skinwalker does show up and talk to you, you want to listen to it because chances are they're not, they're not trying to harm you at that point. They're trying to give you a warning or give you information that can help you. So uh, I don't know. Oh, that's oh, a skinwalker. Uh, well, so maybe it's like a, maybe it's not like a helpful skinwalker, but it's like, Hey, stop fucking doing this shit or I'm going to beat you. Like gotcha. that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. Then, like, that would be, it's helpful and it's a warning. Sure. And also, like, I would be like, all righty, coyote, let me, uh. <laughs> all righty, coyote. <laughs> let me stop doing whatever it is you're telling me to stop doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, again, like, like I said before, you can, you know, they'll tap on walls, they'll, like, knock on windows and stuff. So, you may see footprints that don't belong. It may be large animal footprints like you know if you have a dog but they're twice the size chances are that's a skinwalker footprint lurking lovely lovely Lovely. if you are out and about in uh the desert or wherever you know the skinwalker is and you notice that there is it doesn't it's not always a predator uh animal sometimes it's like a deer or something if you notice one of them following you from a higher up angle, that's probably a skinwalker because they're they're up and they're watching and everything. And like, you know, deer aren't going to stalk you. Right. Because, you know, you're not prey. So if a deer is stalking you, watch out. You got 
some problems. You got some problems. Yeah. So with that, the uh, the skinwalkers also will end up wearing predator furs or they'll wear like antlers or something, and that'll help them gain more power. Um, okay. So for Navajo, at least from what I was reading, for the most part, predator furs are kind of taboo and off limits just because of the fact that that's part of that lore. And sure. so they, they do still wear furs like goat or cow or, you know, non-predatory kind of stuff. But that that's one of the things that is part of that culture. So if you see, yeah. you know, an animalistic eye, antlers and coyote fur, you, chances are you should stay the fuck away. I mean, I see somebody walking around with antlers. I'm going to stay away from them to begin with. Just like, bro, something's wrong over there. I'm not coming near that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, uh, in the insurrection, the, uh, the capital stuff on January 6th, and that dude that was wearing like the antlers and the headdress oh, and yeah. all that. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably was not a skinwalker just because of the fact that I feel like skinwalkers are cunning and that guy was a fucking idiot. So, yeah. you know, um, I'm just throwing that out there. So something interesting that I did find was the Navajo culture actually did have a witch purge, which is reminiscent to like the Salem witch trials. And right. I thought that was interesting because they yeah. do widely practice witchcraft. So it was... It's considered the Navajo Witch Purge of 1878, and so far I've only found one book on it, which I've not gotten to read, but other than that, it's just bits and pieces. So most of the information I'm about to say came from a website called legendsofamerica.com because it's the only place that I could find any information about it. So. Right. During that time, the Navajo tribes were expelled from their current land and forced to go to the land in New Mexico, which is now known as Fort Sumner. And that was known as the Long Walk in 1864. That was all because of American settlers, like, you know, doing the dickish things that we did. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, so they were forced Morgan to go. being American. America. So they were forced to leave their land. And during that time, a lot of, you know, there was a lot of issues. Once they got to Fort Sumner, there was, you know, drought, crop failure, sudden illness, that kind of stuff. You know, the normal stuff that would happen in 1864, because, you know, it's 1864. But because of that, it is believed that some people of the tribes decided to become skinwalkers to escape those hardships. Oh, okay. So after four years of that, America was like, our bad, and said that they could go back to their land. Because of right. course, yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't they? <laughs> My bad. Go go back home, homies. Yeah. So <laughs> they they migrated back, and once they got back, they still could feel the skinwalkers around them, and so they actually put to death about 40 suspected witches in order to restore the peace and harmony and balance that was within that tribe. Yeah. But yeah. So, and that's all the information I could really get. It sounds very interesting. I think I might actually have to get that book after I finish the book for book club because I'm really terrible at reading. Sorry guys. <laughs> 
But it sounds really interesting because, you know, the Salem witch trials were just a hot fucking mess of terribleness. Yeah. So I'm curious as to how they determined, like, you know, she's a witch burner. Like, it, what what made them decide? Because it was, a lot of it was if they found articles of clothing or sentimental stuff from victims that had died, if they found those within mm-hmm. the people's possession, that is a sign of a suspected skinwalker which you know i'd i'd hope that they went about it a little bit more i don't want to say scientifically compared to the salem witch trials but at least a little bit more like you know basically the salem witch trials was just girls being twats and accusing a bunch of people so i'm hoping that they you know at least yeah. there was some kind of evidential yeah process and to I, that again i couldn't find a whole whole lot of information but yeah if i read that book and i get more info definitely we'll share that along because that's interesting i didn't know that they had yeah they had that so so anyways that was the witch purge of 1878 so i'm gonna move on now where if you because we already went through like how you may think that you're being affected by a skinwalker. There are ways yeah. to protect yourself against it. Obviously, learn their name, say their name mm-hmm. as you can, and also stay the fuck away. If you hear, like, <laughs> if you hear noises or someone calling your name and you're out in the middle of nowhere, do not go to it. They are known to mimic voices. I mean, they can possess people. So they're known to mimic voices and try to entice you to come to their aid. I've heard of, you know, screaming, screaming people Mm -hmm. that, you know, puts you on high alert. And you're like, oh, fuck, what was that? Don't go. Call 911. Let them go. (laughs) Like, don't, don't go. Especially if you're out in the middle of the desert. Chances are that person's probably already dead. So like, don't go over there. Right. Don't go over there. And another theory about the uh, the voices is that they can take on the voices of their past victims. So like, so it could be a man, it could be a child, it could be a woman. Like, don't. Yeah. 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 None of that sounds okay. Yeah. Um, so another thing that you can do for for you and your house and everything, of course, salt. Salt is very powerful. For some reason, I'm sure Taylor's got explanations for why salt is powerful. Nope. Okay, that face. I mean, salt is salt. (laughs) Like, from a scientific point of view, it's just, you know, sodium chloride. But I know that in paranormal stuff, salt is supposed to be a barrier between yourself and a demon. So if you suspect you're, you're being possessed by a demon or something like that, typically whenever you are exercised or your house is exercised or something like that, they suggest putting salt in the four corners of your property so that it creates a barrier to keep all that stuff out. But but from a scientific point of view, there's no reason that salt should do anything. So I mean not to bring tasty. that down, but it Bob, is tasty. Salt's so, my favorite thing. Mm. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you would put salt around your entrances, around the windows, all of that. You would also burn sage to help cleanse the house and everything for your doors and your windows. Any entrances into your house, you want to have holy objects. It'll help seal it. So you could have like a a cross. You can have a rosary. You can have something that was blessed that should help protect you from a skinwalker. You know, 
the whole thing. As far as what you can do for yourself, you can cast a protecting light around yourself. So when you're meditating, you can tell yourself, you know, there's a, a white glowing light that's going to protect me and nothing's going to come through, which is a good practice for, you know, ghosts and demons in general. Another thing that I thought it was interesting that it specified this practice self-love, you know, that is a weird one. So practice self-love while you're doing like yoga and meditation and trying to keep yourself calm and be able to not, I guess, not focus so much on what's going on outside of you and able to accept and do what you need to be doing in your current life. So you're not tempted, I guess, by these outward spirits. I'd imagine that it has something to do with strengthening your inner beliefs and your, your core. So then that way you're like, they will latch on to people that are weak in, in conviction and that kind of thing, or that are having negative thoughts or emotions and that kind of thing. So if you, if you practice self-love and you feel that, you know, down to your core, then you are less likely to be affected. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everyone, you're going to go home or if you're currently at home, you're going to go and you're going to tell yourself in the mirror, I fucking love you, man. And you're going to just <laughs> love yourself and that'll help you with the skinwalkers and really just help you in life in general. So you are tell yourself, one, I fucking love you. You are one badass motherfucker. Exactly. And you are. <laughs> You got me and Taylor. You are. You got both of us telling you that you are fucking badass. So (laughs) believe it. Believe it. You got to believe it. So now I'm going to go into a couple of the stories and stuff that I found. Okay. Okay. So like I said, there are many that have reported hearing voices. Sometimes it's yells. Sometimes it's names. Sometimes it's haze. But they'll go to look at whatever they'll like, you know, shine their flashlight in whatever direction it is. And there's nothing. And then they'll hear the voices surround them. So it's not just, yeah, that like, that just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. That's nothing about that's okay. Yeah. the Nope. mm -mm. So one of the stories I read was this man said that his father was driving down the road and he saw an old native American woman walking on the side of the road. He pulled over and offered her a ride. She kind of brushed him off and then ran into the forest at inhuman speed. Hate everything about that. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, That man's lucky to be alive. (laughs) Yeah. First off, I like love, love everyone, try to help everyone, but chances are, Something else is happening. So if you're going to pull over, don't pull over. Like, uh-huh. don't, don't, I'm sorry. Like, go to a safe distance and then call the cops and be like, hey, saw this lady on the side of the road and want to make sure she's okay. You do not pull over. They could, you don't know what the fuck is going on. So don't do that shit. That's, so, my, that's my, my thing. Like, I ain't stopping. <laughs> yep. yep. Taylor, whenever she saw the lady fall up the steps (laughs) at that one place and everyone stopped. I was going to get our race packets. We were going to do the hot chocolate run. And it was, uh, no, it wasn't the hot chocolate run. What what run was it? I don't remember. It was some 5K we were going to do. And I drove all the way out there. 
and I was walking in to the building and this lady decided she was going to walk down this embankment kind of thing, but she slipped and fell. And I saw like 10 people rush over to her at once. And I was like, I ain't stopping. <laughs> I kept going because I was like, she has the help she needs. So why would I stop? And just one more body in the middle of everything. So I was just like, I'm going to go give a race package now. So <laughs> would do you not count on Taylor to help you, apparently. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, would you have stopped if not? Like, if she was far enough away, would you be like, well, that sucks, and then just walked away? Unfortunately, I think that back then, Taylor 100% would have been like, hope she didn't break something and just kept going. <laughs> oh yes, she's not doing the walk. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, oh, so yeah, goodness. if you see someone on the side of the road, uh, channel your inner Taylor and be like, not my fucking problem. And then move on with your life. <laughs> so there have also been stories of, like I said, four-legged animals that move very weird. There was one story that I was reading that they saw this like very large dog on the side of the road that was just kind of like, nah walking at a normal speed but they slowed down because it started to come in front of their car and they came to a stop and it rocked across the road like a rocking horse and then stopped in front of their car made eye contact with them and then continued to rock across the street <laughs> i think i was on some kind of really bad drug drip like <laughs> what the hell Oh my God! Guarantee you, the second I started that, saw that thing starting to walk, I'd put that thing in reverse, and I would reverse all the way back down that road. I keep my eyes on that. Taylor's just going. <laughs> Taylor, fucking out! I don't care if this uh, car is behind me. We all go, and Taylor's taking them with me. <laughs> I'll love tap you all the way out of here. Exactly. Jeez. So one of the more famous counts of it is the Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. The Sherman family owned this property somewhere in Utah, which, I mean, it's fucking Utah. So some of this, I'm like, well, uh, it's Utah. Utah. So, sorry, guys, if y'all are from Utah, but also at the same time, like, what are you guys doing in Utah? Anyways, so they heard, <laughs> they heard a lot of voices while they were on the ranch. They would just kind of be out and about and and hear voices they would see a lot of orbs which you know mm. could be a ghost but they've also reported that skinwalkers can kind of show like flashes of lights and shadows and that kind of stuff in the book that i was listening to they had a couple accounts of where they would have items that would get moved and the family members would think that they were like going insane because they would ah. like w one of them you know, he had a wrench and he put it out and then like came inside and was like, where the fuck is my wrench? And they were like, I don't know. And it turns out it just got moved, but he didn't move it. And then right. other family members were having similar issues. You know, they're cooking dinner and they put a pot out, turned around and it wasn't there. So is that a skinwalker? Is that a ghost? Is that being forgetful? I don't know. But I don't know. How do you forget a whole last pot? Like girl okay look i don't know how many times oh, whitney's got a story <laughs> i don't know how many times i've been in the middle of baking and i'll be like all right i got my vanilla and i'll set it down and i'll turn around to do something and i'm like where the fuck is my vanilla and it takes me like five minutes to find it it's normally right back where i set it but also at the same time like i'm doing shit and so i don't remember where it is that's fair that's fair generally okay. whenever i'm like when i'm cooking i'm like that's the one task i'm focused on so like pot is I mean, always in my view 
It's also the one task that I'm focused on, but I've got like four of the same tasks going on. Right. Like I'm not just, You're typically not just like making the one cake. Yeah, I'm right. doing like 12. So, right. okay, not 12. That's, that's excessive. But you get what I'm saying. So yeah. anyways, items would go missing or get moved. There were a lot of reports of the cattle getting mutilated mutilated cattle so they had either they would go missing or they would be injured and the way that they would be injured would be like no human could do that and like Hmm. they would be drained of blood and like they would have precise oh yeah cuts taken out of them and everything but no human could do that and the uh the main man that worked on the the farm the main i mean i guess mr sherman was very dedicated to his cattle and his livestock and so he took great pride in his livestock and so for one of them to go missing that was like a huge deal and it was always traumatic for him whenever he would either find them or never find them which also led to so this is where it kind of like skews off and i'm like man i don't know um it leads to sightings of ufos right so there's a lot of stuff like the book that i was reading very informative. I enjoyed listening to it, but also at the same time, it only talked about skinwalkers for like a hot second. And then it was like, and then there are fucking UFOs because they talked about seeing like, you know, these giant orange doorways in the sky and they just kind of like got used to it. And then all of a sudden, like, how do you get used to that? I don't know. They just, they've kind of like, like one, one part that I was listening to, it was like, and then I just glanced up at these doorways in the sky and was like, oh yeah, I wonder if that was an issue. Like, well, well, I don't think I would, I mean, I guess if you see it every single day, you would be like, ah, that's just what the sky does. But also at the same time, I would be like, there's no fucking thing that does that in the sky. Like what the hell? Yeah. So the Skinwalker Ranch had a lot of UFO sightings and they believe that that's what happened to a lot of the cows and everything. So that's kind of where I'm going to end it on the Skinwalker Ranch because I feel like Skinwalker Ranch is not quite the right wording. I think it's just fucked up ranch in Utah is probably the correct word. <laughs> That's it. We rebranded. It's fucked up <laughs> ranch in Utah. <laughs> I've decided it's the fucked up ranch in Utah. So anyways, back to Skinwalker. So I did find... A couple TikTok videos from one user in particular. It's at that one, the number one cowboy. So at that one cowboy. He has two videos that I saw that I legit was like, ooh. The first one that I saw was he is on the trail with his horse. It is sunset. It's obviously like a big ranch. Like it's not a well-populated area. And he's just kind of like going along. And then all of a sudden you hear, hey. Oh, I remember this video. Yes. Yeah. And it's close. And you could see the ears of the horse like, whoop. And he like kind of stops and he's like, okay. And he like looks around and they keep trotting along. And then you hear, hey, again. And that horse shakes his head and then trots off in the other direction. Like he is not fucking with it. So that's. That's one of the videos like that, that kind of stuff. I like gives me the heebie jeebies. So yeah. he, uh, he has another video that it's his two horses there, you know, on the farm. It looks like in this video, he's back at his ranch and they're eating and it's 
later at night, the sun has gone down and you can hear just like yelling in the distance. It's not, it's not as clear or as close as the hay from the other video, but it's enough that you're like, what the fuck? And the horses start reacting as well. Another video that I saw, which it was like, like a reaction video to a video kind of deal was a woman was in a parking lot with her dog and her dog was like, nope. And nope to the fuck out of that parking lot and would not let her owner stop. And it kept Hmm. looking back and like kind of whimpering and like really just freaked out. And then it got to a safe spot, sat down and stared at the parking lot. And that was that was labeled as a skinwalker, but honestly, that could be a lot of things. I feel yeah, like. that really could, yeah. So yeah, that could just be the dog getting weird vibes about maybe someone or or a situation, or maybe there's an earthquake, or there's all kinds of things that could be yeah. attributed to but that. Dogs are very intuitive. So if my dog's going to freak out and try to run away from whatever it is, I'm I'm gonna trust it. Yep. Like. If the dog's freaking out, I'm going to leave. So, yeah. So, anyways, that's everything that I found on Skinwalkers. So, moral of the story is stay away from weird noises. Duh. Don't kill your sibling if you are in the Navajo tribe and are a witch doctor, because more than likely that means that you're trying to become a skinwalker. If you see animals with human-like eyes that also walk really funny or have like human-like features, stay the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Be awkward like Taylor. Don't stop for anyone. Don't look at anyone in the eye, because you know you're gonna <laughs> die. So, Legit. <laughs> and then again, practice self-love because you're fucking awesome. Self-love. You are a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have stories about skinwalkers, really anything, but if you have stories about skinwalkers or if there's anything that I said that you think was incorrect, hit me up. Let me know. We would love to hear your stories and we just would love to hear from you guys in general. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate any feedback that we get, which actually brings me to something that I wanted to do was I wanted to shout out our first two people that commented on our videos. Um, We have videos, not videos, uh, podcast. Oh, hey, that thing that we're doing. Yeah. The thing we're working on. Um, (laughs) The first one was Mike. He reached out to us on Facebook and said that we've got potential, which hit me in the heart. Oh, we're happy. We're practicing our own self-love. Thanks, Mike. We are. Thank you so much, Mike. And then there was Lev, who is actually one of my students. Um, but Lev is awesome. They said that uh, that Whitney's funnier than I am. Lev's <laughs> probably yeah. was like, I didn't say it that way. Yeah. I mean, I so. mentioned that to, to dad as well. And he was like, you do add a certain um, randomness that uh, makes you a little, a little funnier here and there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that you're not funny. You're just not as fucking random as I am, so. Legit, yeah. And that that actually is very cool. Like, you know, yeah. you've got more of the creative brain. I have more of the logical brain, so it it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but thank you, Mike and Lev, for, for commenting. We love it whenever people comment on our stuff. And if you're listening now and you want to reach out, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We're on 
every social media that you can be on as the Ghost Sisters, except for Instagram, we're the Ghost Sisters Texas. And then if you want to Gmail us, we're the Ghost Sisters Texas at gmail.com. So, woohoo. Woohoo. And uh, so I guess that's that's it. I think next we're, the next episode is uh, Haunted Places, huh? Part one of Haunted Locations. We have Part two parts. One. Yes, I, I basically I took every type of haunted location I could think of and then tried to figure out why they were haunted and uh, then found a bunch of examples. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And here we are. And uh, I'll take a look. If you guys have suggestions of what the next creature feature should be, we will definitely listen to that and get you guys set up. But we'll work on another creature feature. I think at some point we want to work on not whoa, not work on Ouija boards, but have an episode about Ouija boards. I don't want to yes. fucking touch a Ouija board. So no, yeah. no. As a matter of fact, we're going to have an entire episode de- dedicated to Ouija boards, and then we're going to have two episodes dedicated to paranormal equipment. And Whitney flat out, whenever I was like, I want to do two episodes, she was like, Why do you need two episodes? I was like, Because someone yeah. other than me will find this interesting. <laughs> You say so. you say we are going to have two episodes. No, you I'm, are going to have two episodes, and I will be in attendance. Yes, that's basically. And she's going to be like, we're alive throughout most we're of it. So. Fascinating. <laughs> Do tell. Wow. Fascinating. So, so we're gonna um, sign off, and we hope that you guys uh, stay spooky. Stay spooky. And we'll, we'll spook you, you on later. We'll spook you later. Spook I feel like you have later, to say that. Bitches. 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 So. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. See you on the next one. Bye.